Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. Hey friends, I have got to talk to you about this. And this is a big one because it comes up all the time. I have had quite the week and I don't know if it's just that I'm an emotional person or I've just been dealing with a lot, but oh, I feel like I have just been churning in my relationships. And part of it, obviously, is because relationships are churning, right? They have highs, they have lows. We're always trying to navigate new boundaries and figure out how to interact with people. But the other part of of it, I think, is I'm learning more about how I expect the people closest to me to show up in my life. And one of the things that became really evident was after I had a um, conversation with a friend of mine, and it was really clear that this friend was seeking a friendship where I'd be more present, you know, where I'd be at every party and I would travel and I would do getaways. And this is their definition of friendship. And what was tough for me is in the season I'm in, and I think a lot of y'all, you know, because we're so the same can relate to this. We have kids, we have jobs, careers, a million things we're balancing. And, you know, I do believe in the saying, you make time for what matters to you. But when we prioritize, you know, after we consider you know, kids, personal health, God, relationships, you know, sometimes there just isn't much left, you know, at the end of the day in various seasons. And it was tough for me because boundaries are something I've always struggled with. When I tell you, I don't know if it's something you've ever run with. You know, some of us are like, oh, no, I'm really good at saying, no, I won't do that. But saying no for me has been hard. I am a fixer. I am a solver. I am a giver. I always want to make sure that the people around me are thriving and I want to do whatever I can to help. And sometimes I do that to my own expense. I've seen it in my relationships, my partnerships, even in my employee-employer relationships, just Everyone always becomes a mentee or I'm always trying to, you know, make sure that people are doing really well and not necessarily giving them enough that they're supposed to carry on their own. And because of that, you know, it's just been something I've had to work on, you know, and a great resource for that. If you're really looking to work on your boundaries is there's a great book by Dr. Nedra Tawab and it's called Set Boundaries, Find Peace. And it's a New York Times bestseller. She just released her second book called Drama Free Relationships. It's all about families and just kind of getting the drama out of them. Also a New York Times bestseller. She is crushing it. Grab both books. They're available on Amazon. They're quick reads, but they have great tools on where boundaries show up and how, you know, you've got to use them. The biggest takeaway that I've always gotten from her work is that boundaries are for me. 
And one of the things that is a common misconception around boundaries is that we are setting them for other people. So that's what makes it feel all cringy and weird and ick is that, oh, I'm going to have to tell this person no, or oh, I'm going to have to tell this person stop, or I'm going to have to say you can't do this. And all that languaging can feel really uncomfortable if you are a recovering people pleaser. But what I can tell you is that being able to be very clear about what you can do, what you can't do, what you have capacity for and what's going to be too much for you is a really powerful tool. So if you're like me and I know we're the same in this, we never like to come up short. If we know we're going to do something for a friend, if we know we're going to help someone out, we want to be able to feel like we were able to show up completely. We want to make sure that we're able to see things through. We want to make sure that we're giving the best of ourselves. And the answer to that isn't, oh, to say yes to everything and then apologize if we fall short, but guilt ourselves and feel shameful if we do. No, we've done enough of that. The answer to that is to only help out where we know we actually can, only sacrifice and create space where it's actually possible. And for me, that has been everything. You've heard me talk about this in our previous chats. I literally was throwing my boundaries to the wind and working myself to death, to high blood pressures, to facial paralysis. I mean, I talk about this in my book, which is coming out this fall. And I go into detail about just all the things that I was going through. And the root cause of it was, yes, you know, a lot of different relationship things, but it was boundaries. I, I just didn't create them. My work was allowed to go as far as I wanted to. My partner was allowed to go as far as they wanted to. My kids were allowed to go as far as they wanted to. I just literally expended myself at no end. And so now as I'm building new relationships in Los Angeles, as I'm building new relationships as a girlfriend, you know, who is dating someone who has their own family and their own friends, you know, as I'm building new relationships as a uh, recent divorcee, you know, like I, a lot has changed. And while I build these relationships, boundaries are at a forefront because I found that one of the core reasons that I struggled with maintaining these boundaries and I would get the most frustrated whenever they were crossed was because I had expectations for others if I was able to show up for them in a certain capacity. I always felt like if I showed up for you a hundred times, I could definitely count on you to show up for me once. That if I showed up for you in a million ways doing this thing or even in one really big way in a way that you could never find anywhere else, that if I asked for one tiny thing, even if that tiny thing wasn't something back, but it was grace or ease or a break or space or help that would benefit you, that I would certainly get that. And oh, friend. That isn't the case. <laughs> that is not how that works. And I know you know what I'm talking about. It is that friend that you do everything for, plan the baby shower, plan all the things. And then you say to them, hey, would you mind just picking up this thing for me at the store? And they're like, well, I can't do that for you. And you're like, girl, I do all these things. I can't even. And when I tell you, if your brain is even processing it that way because you're upset that this happened, you have to remember that. If you never set a boundary that you're not going to go to the ends of the earth for a friend, they're going to keep asking you to go to the ends of the earth. Y'all, there are so many different people with so many different messages telling us so many different things that we are supposed to do online. It's actually a little overwhelming. 
I am absolutely trying to be healthy. I am absolutely trying to take good care of myself. And I'm actually trying to have a ton of energy to keep up with my kids. But I want to make sure that I'm not just taking health hacks, but I'm trying to do things that work. And I was so excited when I discovered Ritual. My biggest thing is that I do not like vitamins that are gigantic or that taste weird. You know what I'm talking about. We're going to get really real right now. When you take a vitamin and you burp and you're like, God, I can taste this for weeks. Yuck, right? It's the worst. Also, I don't want to be the person who has to take 15 different vitamins. I need something that I know is going to have all the things I need in one easy pill. And that's why I love Ritual, particularly their Essential for Women 18+. Plus. It's a clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 plus with high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. And that's a big deal, y'all, because Ritual Essential for Women 18 plus is one of the few women's multivitamins that's USP verified, meaning what's on the label is what's in the formula. It's also soy free, gluten free, vegan friendly and formulated without GMOs. I don't have any of the extra things going on with me, but listen, life changes. Your body changes. I'm so excited to know that I won't have to change my multivitamin because it checks off all of these boxes. And when it comes to taste, well, it's got a minty essence in every bottle that keeps things fresh and actually makes taking this multivitamin kind of enjoyable. So no more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Nicole 10 to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash Nicole 10. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all. But then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack. I have a funny story that happened to um, the little one, to Puffin, my 11-year-old, and uh, she gave me permission to tell this one, but basically she had a friend, you know, in her class and they went on a field trip. And as part of the field trip, they were allowed to stop by the gift shop. Now, Puffin has been doing little chores and odds and ends around the house in order to make extra cash. We don't do allowances in our home. Everybody works to make money. So she has managed to earn a nice bit of change, especially for an 11 year old. And she asked for permission, you know, during the field trip to go ahead and be able to take a little bit of that with her to the gift shop. So she did. And she gets to the gift shop and she her friend who did not bring any money was like, oh, can you buy me something? Now, mamas, I know right now you're all like, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Well, here's what happened. Of course, you know, Puffin is just learning the value of money. She's learning how money works. She's learning about people. You know, she's at that age going into middle school where she's really starting to navigate some of these friend relationships on her own. And her experience in our household with money is that You know, if we go to a store or if you're given a budget and you're said, hey, you know, you have twenty dollars to spend, you spend what you need to get what you want and you bring back the change. 
Right. That is in our family. We we don't try to live in excess. I'm so grateful and blessed that I have girls who really are kind, considerate, thoughtful and generous. And I mean, I literally could give them one hundred dollars and they will come back with 80, you know, because they will only ever get what they need because we do understand that money isn't everything. And what's interesting is my little one <laughs> didn't realize that that may not be how the rest of the world works, you know, and so she was going to learn that on today. So. She tells her friend, well, your budget is $30. Well, when her friend came back and spent $24.99 plus tax, oh, she was hot. She was hot, I tell you. And so when she comes back and tells us this story, you know, at the end of the school day, because I could tell she was a little upset about something, she was like, yeah, you know, and it was like $27.99 after tax. And I just, I can't believe she spent the whole, I thought she was just going to get like a pencil or something. And she didn't even buy anything of high value. It was just a tiny stuffed animal. What's even the point? She already has six stuffed animals. I mean, she went on and on and on about how this person did exactly what she said they could do. And we had to have a conversation with her about, you know, boundaries, saying, hey, you know, you set a boundary for her and she walked right up to it, but she didn't really do anything wrong. She did exactly what you said. And so what that means is whenever you are going to set a boundary that you're hoping someone's going to abide, a boundary that you're, you're wanting to be met, you need to check with yourself. What is your true boundary? Was your limit really $10 or $5? And if so, then that's really what you should have communicated. And furthermore, because y'all, she expected this girl to pay her back. And shout out to the girl. She did pay her back. (laughs) I will say, and we were all surprised. Plot twist, spoiler alert. None of us expected that to happen, right? But the girl did pay her back. And, you know, we also made clear to her that, look, if you're only lending money out to people in hopes that you get it back, well, that is a quick way to lose a friend, sister. You know, you've got to understand that you only lend what you don't expect to see back. And she learned a very valuable lesson that day. And I could see in her face that it all dawned on her. But what was nice was we coupled that with generosity. We said, look, you know, there's nothing wrong with pursuing your dreams and pursuing your goals, but I can't have you always expecting someone to have your back and help you do it, which brings us to today's point. I know that part of what is being sold to us online is that we've got to have community. And it is true. Life is hard when you're doing it by yourself. It's why I'm so thankful that we do so much here together. But it's not just about buying into masterminds or business groups or joining clubs or being part of PTA. It's also recognizing that building community only matters where it counts. You don't necessarily need someone's support for everything, especially if it's not the right type of support. So let me unpack that a bit. I have finally started realizing, especially after hearing it so often from y'all in my DMs and just throughout my own life, that no one on this planet, even in your fancy pants business mastermind, is ever going to be as excited about your life, your idea, your relationship, your baby, your house, your new car, you name it, as you are. No one is ever going to be as invested or as willing to protect it, as willing to grow it, as willing to to do anything that helps you succeed and thrive the way that you are. Now, 
Let me tell you what that means. So many of us will feel really upset if we feel like even our partners or our spouse or our parents or our best friends don't get our idea or they aren't willing to commit and invest. And when I tell you the amount of energy we will expend being upset at the fact that this person doesn't seem to get it or that they aren't willing to be on board or, oh, we don't support our friends the way we do these other artists or whoever. I mean, people will literally just get so turned upside down about this that we're not even doing our craft without realizing that, listen, if you're not ready to go at it and do it on your own, then you're not ready. When I tell you that when I first started building my business 12 years ago in the quiet moments of the night where I had up one laptop showing me YouTube videos on how to code and I was sitting in front of my desktop trying to figure out where I needed to plug in that backslash and that colon to make sure I didn't mess something up because I was programming my own site because I didn't have the coins to get it done. Y'all, who was there with me? Not a single person. It was literally up to me to not only find the drive to do it, but to celebrate myself when I got it right. Now, I'm not saying that I don't have a great girl squad. Jen, Jada, Nikki, these women hold me up. They have championed me. They have shown up for me in ways that I could never imagine. They have just beyond been helpful in all things that I do. But ultimately... When it comes time to the real grunt work, when it comes time to the times where I'm feeling the most dejected or the most confused or I'm trying to work myself out of a problem or I have to do the hard work like terminating an employee or showing up for an event when I'd rather just be at home with my kiddos. Ain't nobody coming to save you. (laughs) okay, friend. So while you're sitting there saying to yourself all day, gosh, it's so frustrating to feel like I have to go at this alone. That is a valid feeling. It is a real feeling. It is frustrating to have to do this stuff alone. Don't be surprised if that's going to be the case at several points during your journey. And also know that in a lot of ways, there's something to be said for being able to do it alone. And this is what I've learned. I don't need every single voice in my ear as I'm trying to make really tough decisions. And there's no better place that I've learned this than starting a new relationship. I am in a relationship with an incredible man. And I talk about him a lot because I love him a lot. And I care about him a lot because he's good to me and he's good to my daughters and he's good to my business. And it's one of those things where I have to recognize that other people aren't going to be as excited about it and they shouldn't be because they're not in it, you know, and other people aren't going to experience the outcome of that relationship the same way because, again, they're not in it. And your relationships, your business, anything you do, you are the person who's going to experience the maximum fruit of that work. So understand that if people only want to give the minimum contribution, that's appropriate for the output they're going to receive. So it really isn't something that I've started turning to other people for their advice or their feedback. I mean, there's one thing to have a really good friend kind of point out something and make sure that two and two, you know, adds up. And you better believe that when I first started dating the Mr. Fella, that he went on tour. He met my sisters. He met everyone before he had to get the stamp of approval. But after that, we hash out our own issues. You know, we leverage therapy and professionals for perspectives. And anyone who has a perspective outside of that, well, they can keep it. 
You know, we I, we don't need to be cheered on in order to be successful. And I want to let you know that's the same way that I approach my business. It was really difficult because being in a partnership with someone who wasn't an entrepreneur, it also meant that they didn't quite have an understanding of some of the stressors or the mindset things like, Lord, how many times have we wanted to close our businesses or run the other way? You know, and when you consider that you're talking to someone who may not understand all the nuances and the things you're going through, why? are we putting so much weight on their opinion or their perspective or their validation when they don't even understand where we're coming from? And the same thing applies with raising our kids. I mean, we will get turned upside down when someone has an opinion about what we feed our kids. Is it GMOs or BPAs or, you know, or what the bedtime is or how we style them or dress them or where we're sending them to school or you're not teaching them a language yet? I mean, we'll get turned upside down because someone has an opinion. And especially if that someone is close to us. But remember, it's your life to live. And even better, this is the great greatest thing about our own lives, they aren't required for you to be successful. Their validation isn't required for you to be able to get where you want to go. And once you get there, especially when you did it without their validation, my God, how much better does it taste? I can't tell you, just think back with me for a moment, friend, of those moments where you were like, you know what? I sat around and I never did this laundry. (laughs) This pile kept growing. And then one day I was just like, I'm just going to get up and do it. I'm going to get it done because I kept waiting for other people to pitch in or for the kids to help out or for something to change. And finally, I was like, I'm just going to knock this out and get it done. How good did it feel? Don't lie. You went over to your linen closet and you opened it and you looked at those folded towels more than once because it felt good. (laughs) Okay, because you put them there and you did it. I cannot wait for the day that I get to see my youngest baby cross the graduation stage. I cannot wait for the day that my youngest baby comes in and says, Mom, I accomplished the thing that I meant to do and I get to celebrate her. Because there are so many people who will always have opinions around how you do things and where you get there. But the moments of celebration that you get to have with the people you love the most because you did it anyways is everything. I want you to know that I've been leaving messages for you on Instagram. I call them my little lessons. And in these little lessons, every single day, I'm dropping just a little note, something that I am either experiencing myself or two lines that finally connected and that are making sense or something that was said to me that I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's that's a gem. That's gold. And everyone needs to know it. And I want to let you know that one of the things that I shared recently was this one. And this went low-key viral just because people were like, oh my gosh, like you are absolutely dead on. Maybe your ideas, dreams, goals, aspirations, beliefs aren't too big. Maybe the rooms that you're in, the person you married, the city that you live in, the friends that you've made, the job that you have are too small. Sometimes we don't choose to move forward Not because we're afraid that the dream will fail, but because when it works, we'll discover that we'll have to change our life. Friend, don't let other people keep you from pursuing what you should pursue simply because they can't understand the magnitude of where you are going to go. You cannot take directions from people who don't know your destination. Continue to move forward. Recognize that you don't need the backup, the support, the validation, the perspectives, because ultimately you are doing the work. Go get them, friend. 
another great chat. Oh, I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week and I hope you are too. See you there, friend. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.